Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Audible is offering listeners a 30-day trial. Doesn't cost you anything. It's free 30-day trial. You get to select any book that you want on there and listen to it. They have books on there about breadcrumbing, love bombing, why did they lose interest, dating, relationship, any kind of book you're interested in and want to learn about, okay? You could listen to it in your car or if you're on the bus or the train. So go to my podcast description for the link at tinyurl.com backslash askyaznow and start your free trial. Hi, you guys. It's Yaz. Good evening. Tonight, I'm going to talk about cheating and can couples rebuild a relationship or a marriage after cheating? And the reason that I'm doing this podcast is because I've seen a lot of people preach about how they've been married and how they they had a cheating spouse or cheating husband and how they were able to overcome their difficulties and they're together and everything is wonderful. And, you know, a lot of people, they podcast on this or they write books on it. And the thing that I want you guys to know, okay, is when you get information from people, find out how long they're married, okay? When they come back and they tell you they've been married 25, 30 years and they're preaching that, that's one thing. But when they preach that they're only married, let's say, under, let's say, five years, all right? Be careful who you get your information from. That's number one, because this is what I'm going to tell you about the whole cheating scenario, okay? Can you rebuild a marriage after the husband has cheated or the wife has cheated? People sit there, they like to preach and talk about, well, we rebuilt our marriage and our marriage is fantastic. The first thing that I'm going to tell you guys is this. Number one, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors, okay? You're not living in their household. That's number one. Is it possible to rebuild with somebody who has cheated on you? And let's say you're in a serious relationship or you're married. The only time it is possible is when that person is truly, truly sorry and that person has made an effort to make it right. But even then, even then, I personally feel that once that vase is broken, you can glue it back together. It will never be the same, okay? 
So when people get on, you know, the air and they preach about this and that, that could be somebody who is somebody who has a lower self value. Yes, people like that could rebuild a marriage if they have very little self-worth and don't have boundaries and accept beneath their boundaries. Of course, anybody could have any marriage. Anybody could be married, you guys. And it all depends on what you're willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept, okay? And the reason that I'm doing this podcast is this. We have to make it very clear, okay, of, ver- of a couple of things. First of all, when that person cheated on you, okay, they, in most cases, they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew that they were doing something they shouldn't do. And they might have done it for a lot of different reasons. Everybody's scenario can be different. But they may have done it because they felt they could get away with it. They probably did it because they didn't care about the risk that they took, okay? They did it because they didn't respect the relationship. That's what you have to understand, all right? And when you take somebody back that has cheated on you, okay, your value and your power goes down to zero, absolute zero in their eyes, all right? And people will say, well, no, they might say, you know, you really love them because you're putting up with that. But what you're showing them is that you're loving yourself less and that you have less value of yourself to allow yourself to be treated in that manner. And that's not anything that you should accept. And, you know, when people start to preach this, you guys, you got to understand something. They may only be married a few years, all right? And they want to go on and say, oh, well, we rebuilt our marriage and this is how you rebuilt a marriage. Well, let me know if they're still married in 30 years, okay? And let me tell you something else, because I'm just going to say it like it is, because I'm all about keeping it real, whereas a lot of people don't, all right? Why do I know? Because I've lived enough life and I've seen enough couples and I know a lot that goes on in the world, So let me just tell you something else with regard to this whole cheating business, all right? If somebody has cheated on you once and they tell you they're very sorry, okay, and they want to try to make it work and they're making a conscious effort to try to make it work, that is one thing. And I'm not even condoning that, okay, because everybody has a different set of values of what they'll put up with and what they won't. But if that person has cheated on you more than once, okay, and you keep taking that person back, you have zero self-worth, okay, and to get on and try to say, oh, well, you know, that's how you work through a marriage. No, that's you being a doormat. That's what that's saying. That's you not wanting to let that person go. That's you having no self-worth and putting up with whatever crap that you get. Bottom line, point blank, okay, period. But the reason that I want to say this is because people, they think like, oh, well, we'll work through it, we'll work through it, we'll work through it. But they don't know the dynamics of human nature and that, you know, if you don't set up your boundaries and you don't stick to your boundaries 
and you're not willing to walk away, that person will do it again. Only this time, they're going to be a lot more smoother about how they do it because they know that you're watching. All right. That's why you got to look at their track record. If you got involved with somebody who has a history of cheating, if you got involved with somebody who was always a womanizer, what makes you think that you are going to change that person? That is that person's basic character. They are who they are. All right. Very few, very few people can go from living a certain kind of lifestyle to all of a sudden be a domesticated monogamous person. It takes a very strong woman to set up those boundaries to let that person know you break my boundary and I am out of here. I am gone. And when you see people that come to you and say, oh, well, we're in this wonderful marriage and, you know, yes, he's cheated on me, but we've worked through our problems and we're, we're doing great. And then I guarantee you, watch, watch the news in a few years, that person you're going to see on the news again, cheated on her again. All right. Guarantee it. I would bet on that, you guys. And the other thing is when you sit there and you allow cheating, when you allow cheating, let's say it's a woman to a man. When you sit there and you let somebody constantly break your boundaries, break your boundaries, but you, you hang in there and you hang in there, you just can't let that person go, you know what's going to happen to you? You have become the doormat, all right? They're not going to sit there and tell you, but in the back of their mind, they're saying to themselves, oh boy, look at what she's putting up with. She, she probably can't get anybody else. And I am the best thing that has ever come into her life. Okay. You know, what's going to happen to somebody like that, that allows the constant cheating and just comes back and becomes the apologizer all the time. You know, what's going to happen? That person is eventually going to find somebody and is going to end up leaving you. All right, because they're going to get tired of you and they're going to have no respect for you. And this is why I preach in my podcast all the time. In order to love somebody, you need respect. That person has to have respect for you because if they don't have respect for you, they're going to look down on you. You can't love somebody that you don't respect. You can, you can like them. You can lust them. You could be in a comfortable situation with them. You know, a lot of people will stay in marriages and stuff like that because it's a comfortable scenario, but they may not be 100% happy and they go on the outside looking for something else, although they could be telling you, oh yeah, everything's great. Everything's great, okay? How somebody treats you is how much they care about you. If somebody is cheating on you and you're in a serious relationship, well, they don't really care about you much now, do they? All right. And people will say, well, you could still love somebody and just do it for the sex or whatever. But what I'm talking about is respect. All right. Even though you may have those lustful urges to maybe go with somebody else. If you really love and respect your partner, you would not want to break that bond, all right? And when you accept somebody that has done something like that, all right, 
you really become, you have zero worth and zero self-worth. And that is not somebody that should be getting on the air and preaching about this is how you have a marriage, okay? And especially somebody who who hasn't been married long, all right? When I say long, hasn't been married let's say, longer than, you know, at least 10 years to sit there and, and give advice to other people, okay? that That is just ridiculous. And that's why I had to do this podcast because I said, you know, it's really sad that other people will listen to this nonsense and think that that's okay. And then they'll follow what these other people preach. And then one day they wake up in divorce court, okay? Because they didn't see the red flags. They didn't put the boundaries into place. They didn't set their standards. See, a lot of couples that work out are couples where they know You don't cross those boundaries. And if you cross those boundaries, I'm out of here. And they value the fact that the person is holding them to it, that the person has self-worth, okay? So you have to keep that in mind when we talk about cheating and everything like that. And you have to think to yourself, I get the other question too all the time. People ask me and they say, well, what is considered cheating? Cheating is something that... If your partner looked at you, they wouldn't accept you doing it, okay? So in other words, what I'm trying to say is this. You know, I had somebody come to me and she said to me, you know, do you think it's cheating for my husband to be, you know, uh, having these intimate conversations with other women online? And, you know, he's not physically cheating, but he's chatting in a very flirtatious way and everything like that. I personally feel that, yes, that is cheating because what why it's cheating is he's taking a certain component that should be for his partner and that intimacy, you know, even if it's emotional intimacy, should be towards his partner. When he's sitting there, or it could be the reverse, it could be the woman doing it to the man, when they're sitting there and they're using their time and giving their time to sit there and inbox somebody and talk in a very flirtatious way or intimate way, that's time taken away from themselves and their partner and building towards what is important in their life, okay? And not only that, one step leads to another. It starts out with an inbox. It starts out with little, you know, innocent flirtations. And the next thing you know, that the other person thinks it's a red flag. Hey, let's meet up for a cup of coffee. And one thing leads to another. All right. So there's got to be certain boundaries there. It's one thing to have friends, and then there's another thing to have a certain type of friends where you don't cross over that boundary of being flirtatious, okay? And you wouldn't want your partner doing the same thing. So you got to keep that in mind, you guys. And what I see a lot of, I see a lot of women putting up with a lot of crap and The guys know that the woman isn't going anywhere or the women that they're dealing with aren't going anywhere. And then we get in our group, we have this relationship group on Facebook, we get all these women that come in there and talk about all this. Oh, he's cheated on me like four or five times, but this time he says, you know, he's really sorry or he was drunk or something like that. 
Well, guess what? He's going to cheat on you another four or five times, all right? So, you know, when are you going to learn that, you know, there is your red flag? You never set up the boundary the first time he did it. So he continued to do it. And he, he where are you? You're still there. What are you doing there? Okay, of course he's going to do it because he can. Why is he still cheating on you? Because he can. Because you're still there. You're still the doormat that he knows you're not going anywhere. He's got you wrapped around his finger. All right. So when other people sit there and say, well, we've worked through that, you know, and our relationship's wonderful and everything like that. And this is how you work through a marriage. You have to learn to accept cheating. Well, I guarantee you behind those four walls, that person is very unhappy, even though they're putting on a good face for other people. Okay. You gotta, you guys, you gotta read between the lines. All right. You would be surprised on the things that go on in people's homes behind closed doors, all right? They had another, you know, celebrity um, radio person couple that were preaching to other couples, oh, our marriage is wonderful. Yes, our, uh, this is how you have a happy marriage. Yes, you know, this is what we do every day. We dance and sing with our kids and we're terrific. Meanwhile, they're getting divorced, Okay. Case closed, all right? So <laughs> let me just say, you guys, just be careful of who you get your information, all right? If you're going to get information from somebody like that, make sure they know what they're talking about and they're not somebody, you know, that hasn't been in the game a long time and knows how life is and knows what healthy relationships are and everything like that and doesn't go preaching to you all this other nonsense. And that's exactly what it is. Nonsense. I don't care who's behind you, who's backing you, okay? Because that's where you got where you got. It's not because you're preaching anything that is real life that makes sense, okay? And if you, you don't believe what I'm saying, just ask couples that have been married a long time and they'll tell you what I'm telling you, okay? So that's the whole deal with cheating, you guys. It's really what you will accept, okay? Can you stay married to somebody who's cheated on you? Absolutely, you could stay and you could try to work through it. But you know what? The marriage will never be the same, okay? You may, you know, get along. You may be able to go out and have good times. But you know what? That, that cloud is still there. That cloud is there. And the only time, they said actually, statistically, 99% of the people that cheat in long-term relationships and marriage will cheat again if you take them back, okay? Go look it up. You'll see what I'm talking about. But the whole reason I'm, I'm trying to do this is I'm trying to make you guys just understand human nature. You know, what you accept is what you're going to get. It doesn't matter what anybody says and talks blue in their face. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I didn't know what I was doing. I was drunk. I don't know what I was thinking. I mean, they'll think of any excuse in the book. They'll love bomb the hell out of you to try to bring you back in, okay? The only way is if that person is truly sorry, you set up your boundaries, that person shows you not just within two weeks, but I'm talking shows you for the long term that they're taking action to show you that they really made a mistake, okay? 
And let me tell you, if you have somebody who's got a track record of cheating, a cheater is what you have. That is their basic character. That is how they look at relationships. That is how they've been living their whole life. And you have to accept it. You're not, you know, you're not the golden egg that's going to, you know, change the world and, and everything. You're going to change that person. You can't mold somebody into something that they're not, you guys. You know, you can't control other people's actions. You can only control what you'll accept, all right, or how you'll react to it. So that's why I'm telling you, you have to, you know, you have to have your self-worth and not let people disrespect you and allow that because you know what? In the end, you have to live with yourself. You have to live with yourself. And although you could be getting along or living in the house day to day and everything like that, that scar is still there. That, and that scar, believe me, does not go away unless you are somebody who really, you know, can look the other way and has no self-worth. Because I'll tell you honestly, somebody who has self-worth, it will bother them the rest of their life, okay? So I want you to think about that, all right? When you, you hear everybody talk about like, oh, you know, you can rebuild, you know, when somebody cheats on you and this and that, okay? Only in rare instances and when it's happened once, okay? When it's happened once, all right? Is there a chance of salvaging that relationship and you have worked through it and that person is showing you, okay? That person is showing you. They're not just pretending, putting on the act for the first three months, okay? And it was like a random thing. It was a random thing. It wasn't an all-out love affair or something like that. But you have to remember that person had no respect for you when they decided to go with someone else. They were trying to pull one over behind your back. And that's something that you'll have to live with and that you'll have to look at that person even if they're remorseful, you're still, you know, you, that scar is there. That scar is there, you guys. It takes an exceptional, exceptional situation to really be able to work through that and truly be happy later on, okay? So I hope that helps you and gives you a clear understanding on things. And if you like my podcast, please hit the subscribe button and share and have a great day. Hi, you guys, it's Yaz. I want to tell you about my two books that are on Amazon, okay? You can download them free with the trial membership from Kindle. The first book is Regain Your Power. If you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner has all the control in the relationship, maybe you're walking around on eggshells, you're afraid to approach them, it's going to tell you how to regain your power. And, and be happy in the relationship, okay? And what you may be doing wrong, and that's why your partner has all the control in the relationship. The other book is he's Signs He's Not Into You, He's Wasting Your Time. There's a lot of people that are dating someone or in a relationship with somebody who's not really vested in the relationship. And we, we often are confused as to whether our partner really likes us or is into us or wants a future with us. And this book is going to give you signs and red flags of whether your partner is into you 
or he's just basically drifting and wasting your time. So go to Amazon and download the Kindle free trial membership. Doesn't cost you anything. And check it out. It may help you. Okay? And have a great day.